in English and the parents responding in Spanish is my life. Mm. Yeah, and also even just in how I text my mom, even today, she was texting me in Spanish, I responded in English. I don't know. <laughs> that's just, yeah, I don't, that's, that's how we communicate. Well, actually, this brings me to a question that I had. This podcast, we read a Spanish language book. Should we record in Spanish or in English? I will say English and mostly just because I don't know for whatever reason it is. If I know someone can speak really English really well, my default yeah. is to talk to them in English. And it's yeah. really hard cognitively to try to make the switch to Spanish. Whereas like if I know if I can tell someone's predominant language is Spanish, then like Spanish becomes my default. But like I remember one time my siblings and I were like, we're going to try to talk to each other in Spanish for a whole day. And like we lasted two hours. It felt too weird. We couldn't do it. But it <laughs> seems so natural to do it with our parents. Two that... hours. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't. We're like, this feels weird. Yeah. That's and right. it... I mean, yeah. But yeah, that happened to me too because I, with my siblings, we only speak in English to each other. And that Spanish is my first language and kind of things like that were why now... English, I'm way better at. I feel like I have a way higher vocabulary. I'm a way better writer in English than in Spanish. And I think it's partially because of stuff like that. Yeah. I know. I feel like we could try in Spanish, but we would both just be stumbling on our words all the time. Especially if this is a lit review, so. <laughs> but then I was thinking of, because it's a lit review, should it be bilingual? Because we'll feel more comfortable. We can bring in Spanish whenever it feels right. Okay, okay. So I wanted to start by talking about who Gioconda Belli is. She is the author of this memoir that we're talking about today, El País Bajo Mi Fiel, Memorias de Morillera. And she was the central figure of the Sandinista movement. She's Nicaragüense, although she's of Italian descent, which is why she has that name. I think it's just important to point out because I've been thinking, I, I think a lot about how the Latina figures that end up being exalted in the public discourse also end up having European connections. How Frida Kahlo is also like part German and how Tupanabili like really clearly has Italian roots that she can trace back to. And she just like looks like a white woman when you look at her picture. I think it's important to call it out because it's not a coincidence that it's those people that have been given the privilege of visibility. And it's a it's because of their whiteness, their proximity to whiteness, or their literal whiteness, that they're figures that we remember, right? There's countless people's stories from this time period that we'll never know. And I think it's also partially partially related to that, but it's also like there, I know we'll go into it a little bit later, is her social class. And the fact that like she had the like education and wealth to then be able to publish an autobiography about herself. Thank you.